Hey everyone, how you doing? This is Adam Franzen. Welcome to my first podcast. For those of you that know me, know that I've been a fan of podcasts for a long time now. I've always had other ones that I've listened to, particularly about spirituality, Christianity, finance, money, sports. I have a lot of them that I listen to that you'll probably hear about from time to time as we go through this. I've always talked about doing my own because I've been so inspired by these other ones. I have absolutely no idea if anyone is interested at all in anything I have to say. But I can tell you that I'll do my best to offer ideas, thoughts, lessons, and reflections on life to the best of my ability. I have plans for a couple different types of podcasts, but this one in particular is going to be about spirituality. And I call it Come to the Table. So the name Come to the Table is a tribute to my prayer group that I've been a part of now for a little over a year, but really a lot of the guys I've been a, uh, that are in the group I've known for three to five years, some of them a lot longer, some of them about that long, maybe a little shorter. I have to give my friend Paul credit for this name. Uh, so my prayer group has really been such an inspiration for me. Um, I'm so thankful for the guys in that group. We meet once a month, and and we all met while actually participating on the men's chirp retreat through St. Mary's Parish in Alexandria. Some of the guys in the group I've known since high school, um, but but for the most part, the group that we have together, all of us came together. We all came to the table, so to speak, at St. Mary's through the chirp program, the chirp retreat program, which stands for Christ Renews His Parish. And so in the future, I hope there's going to be a group of us that are able to get together to provide this podcast so that you're not just listening to me, but you're listening to a group of us. Right now, I don't really have the best setup. I don't have the equipment. I'm literally recording this from my phone. Um, But our goal as a prayer group is really to just learn about God, learn about Jesus, learn about Christianity. Most of us in the prayer group are Catholic, so oftentimes we're talking about things from our Catholic perspective. But I want you to know that if you're not Catholic, please don't let that discourage you from listening. I hope that through this podcast, we'll all be able to share our stories, experiences, and moments for us that brought us closer to God. Um, But like I said, for many of us, we've found a lot of our faith through Catholicism, and we all have different backgrounds for how we arrived at that. Some of us are converts from outside the faith. Some of us are what I call reverts, that maybe were cradle Catholics, kind of fell away from the church, but have found ourselves coming back. And and these experiences has helped us, have helped us answer life's most difficult questions. But like I said, for many of you out there, you found your answers somewhere else, and that's okay. You know, this, I'm not a perfect person, and, and I'll share some of that with you soon. Um, But I hope that I'll be able to specifically share my story piece by piece on how I've grown in my spiritual journey, on how I've had a reversion to Christ in the Catholic Church. But most importantly, I want you to know that, once again, by no means do I think I'm a perfect person. I'm not doing this podcast to share with the world how perfect I think I am. I'm not I'm not perfect. In fact, I want to share with everyone that that the reason I 
know that I need God in my life is because I know that I am not perfect. But the more I get to know the Lord, the more I study this world and study my faith, the more I feel truth has been revealed to me. The more I spend time with my prayer group, the more I spend time with my family, the more I dedicate myself to God in all aspects of my life, the more purpose I feel has been given to me. And the more I understand that that this life on earth is temporary, but that I should have hope for the eternal promises that are out there. It gives me everything. It gives everything in my life more meaning. Church, family, work, relationships, nature. Life itself has more meaning because of what I've come to know in my relationship with God. So, you know, the last five to ten days have been absolutely crazy in our world, particularly in the United States. That's when it that's when it's really hit home for us. But we know the COVID-19 uh, coronavirus has influenced each and every person in this world. I can't speak for everybody, but I know that for me, it's challenged me to look at my life and my life's purpose and how I handle different aspects of my life. For those of you who don't know me, um, I am a husband to my beautiful, loving wife. I'm a father to my amazing three daughters who are ages six, five, and two. I'm a social studies teacher to some amazing high school students. And I'm also a Christian who worships at St. Mary's Parish of the Assumption, which is, of course, a Catholic church in Alexandria. Each of these roles has changed due to the impact of the coronavirus. At first, the newness of everything changing was really overwhelming. School was canceled, and we were sent home, and we had to come up with online plans within a 72-hour period. Really, it was less than 72 hours. It was a weekend. Our kids had to come home. My wife is also a preschool teacher, so she wasn't going to work. Our kids are in preschool, kindergarten, and our youngest is in daycare, so they were all coming home. And so we knew life was going to be changing at home. And I found that working from home, trying to teach 120 students from my laptop while sitting in my bedroom, it just didn't feel like I was being a good teacher. I found myself trying to get creative, but but finding it very difficult in such a short time. My wife, God love her, she was creating schedules for our kids. And as a preschool teacher, she did a really, really good job for the first few days. And she even recorded some lessons and shared them online. And people seemed to find some joy in that. She was really well prepared to teach our kids at home. But when you have no escape or break, it can become quite overwhelming. And as any of you with young kids out there know, your six, five, and two-year-olds are just such perfect listeners and do everything you ask them to do. <laughs> yeah, we know that's not true. So we found ourselves really getting frustrated sometimes with our kids. Not not all day, but you know, there was those breaking points throughout the day where either the kids would break down and they just needed to run off some energy or we just needed a break. And then to top it all off, this weekend, mass was suspended. So we had to really rely on ourselves for the first time to find a way to worship the Lord and keep Sunday in particular a special time to worship. Now, it's always been on us to go to church, but it's just different when 
you're not there participating in person. It just seemed like it took more effort. Even though I was home, and technically speaking, it was less effort to try to watch Mass from home and to listen to the readings, but I found myself wanting to do so much more since I wasn't there to receive and worship Jesus in person. So I kept asking myself, well, what does God want me to do? And so I tried to to look at some positives here, and I found myself really getting pushed, if you will, into finally taking this leap into the podcast world. I always felt that it was something I wanted to do, but when I actually sat down to do it a couple of times, I felt awkward and I just got scared and quit. So I'm taking the leap right now. But what I did first earlier today, I kind of, the thoughts that have been running through my head for a while, um, I put them on paper and uh, I started thinking about the things I like to talk about in my life. Although some of the things I'm talking about with you now in this podcast, I may have withheld in my daily interactions at work, and I hope to kind of expand on that at some point. Maybe not in this podcast, but in the future. Um, So I put these ideas on paper. I even shared some of them earlier on Facebook. Um, But one of the ideas was the podcast you're listening to right now which is about spirituality that I call Come to the Table. The other three were a little bit more random. And I'll share those maybe at a separate time with you on those other podcasts. But but I wanted to start with Come to the Table because I think this one will have the most meaning for me, for those members in my prayer group who are able to participate in the future, and really for my life in general. I think it'll be helpful to to be able to share some of what we feel we've learned together with others. And I hope you're able to get something out of it. So some of you might be asking, well, why is it called Come to the Table? Other than because that's what we had our prayer group named, or our chirp team named. Well, for our men's chirp team, we had to come up with a name. And Paul, whom I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, wanted the team name to be welcoming to anyone who was interested in learning more about themselves, about God, about life. Or somebody who was finding companionship. Maybe it was somebody who just felt lost, who just knew things weren't right and they didn't know what to do, and somebody pushed them into this weekend. So we had to try to go into those retreat weekends knowing that every single person there was there for a different reason. And so we wanted it to not be overwhelming. You know, I I sometimes can be over the top on some things, and so my idea, I think, was like, something about being on fire, like soul on fire. And and Paul's like, hey, that might be a little over top for the sum. It needs to be more welcoming. And so come to the table was very simple. That can mean anything to a lot of people. You know, um, just come to the table, share your thoughts, be open. And that's really what come to the table is. Um, it was it was a based off of a Christian song that we had listened to called Come to the Table. And it's also a reference to the Last Supper, but it can also just mean the dinner table. How often is an invitation to dinner something simple that turns into really some of the most enjoyable experiences you can have when you invite your friends to dinner or if you invite your family to dinner and you sit together at the table where you're able to share things? That's so important. When we're sitting in our bed, on the couch, all doing different things, when we're eating, we don't have that same experience. Now, I'm not naive. I'm not saying that my family does this all the time, but oftentimes we will try to be purposeful about sitting at the table so that we can share with one another what's going on 
in our lives. And it's really the time where maybe we grow together as a family the best. And so we felt the same theme was necessary with our chirp team. And so really come to the table is an invitation, an invitation to anyone out there that knows they aren't perfect, but wants to find fullness, truth, and hope in this world that we live in. I don't have all the answers. Many of you out there may even hear some things that I have to say and and you don't understand or you don't agree with, and that's okay. I just hope that I can speak with thoughtfulness, kindness, love, and charity so that anyone out there can feel welcome to join me at the table and join maybe others who are able to join me on this podcast. So I guess I just have one more question. Will you come to the table? I hope you'll join me next time. Thank you.